Hello, this is Jessica Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. I'm playing this song in the summertime because summer poses both joys and problems for people with bipolar disorder. The joys are rather obvious, no school and no snow to shovel. But people with bipolar and those who love them need to be vigilant about preventing manic or hypomanic episodes, which can often be followed by depression. We stay vigilant by practicing something called good sleep hygiene. While good sleep hygiene is necessary all 12 months of the year, it gets harder to practice during the summer. Freedom from the daily grind of school, sunshine, and time with friends tempts people with bipolar disorder to stay up too late. It's hard being in your teens or 20s because no one else has a 9 or 10 o'clock bedtime. What do you do when it's getting too late and you are having fun with friends? That's what this podcast is about, helping you tell friends or family it's time for you to go to bed. One beautiful thing I noticed with a series of four podcasts I finished called In Other Words, where I interviewed people with bipolar, ADHD, OCD, and Asperger's is that many listeners shared the podcast with family and friends as a way of saying, here, this is how I feel. This is what it's like to have my illness. This is what's so hard to put into words. Indeed, Flip Switch wants to help you. If you have a problem telling friends you need to go to bed early, this podcast can help you do just that. First, we'll figure out what good sleep hygiene is. Second, we'll outline five steps for talking to friends and family about going to bed early. So what's the big deal? Why do people with bipolar need at least eight hours of sleep? Well, a short night can actually cause manic and hypomanic episodes. Studies have found that 25 to 65 percent of patients with bipolar who had a manic episode experienced a social rhythm disruption prior to the episode. Social rhythm disruption is a fancy way of saying there was a disturbance in the sleep-wake cycle. These disturbances can be as simple as staying up late to watch a basketball game, staying up late to watch a movie, staying up for an online chat, or surfing Facebook in the early hours of the morning. And in the summertime, there are even more distractions like parties. Even more disruptive than parties are parties with alcohol. Just a friendly reminder, alcohol is a no-go for people with bipolar disorder. So what is good sleep hygiene? It's going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time every day. Time your bedtime routine. The time it takes to wash your face, brush your teeth, pack your backpack or purse, etc. Know how long it takes to wrap your day up. If it takes 40 minutes and you set a bedtime of 10 p.m., then at 9.20, you have to stop what you're doing. Routine is not easy, and sometimes it can even seem boring. But depression's far more difficult. The pain depression offers is more than enough justification to reject the fleeting pleasure that comes from finishing that late night phone conversation. At this point you're thinking, okay, I know I need to go to bed on time, 
But how do I tell my family and friends that? Well, here are five steps. First, if you're going on a road trip or an outing like bowling or dinner plans, ask what time it ends. Tell the organizer you are excited about the event and want to be with friends or family, but have a bedtime to follow. Give the person a time that is 30 minutes earlier than your actual bedtime. So if your bedtime is 10, say 9.30. The reason is, if your bedtime is 10 and you get home at 10, there's no way you're sleeping on time, right? Second, notice people's actions. So some people, the most supportive people, may move up dinner plans to 6 instead of 7 so you get home on time. Other people will say okay to you, but do something totally different. For example, if your family wants to go on a road trip and says they'll be back by your 10 p.m. bedtime, but they don't seem to be in any hurry and they're taking four hours to eat dinner at a restaurant and you get home at 12 a.m., you cannot trust their word. People are non-confrontational. There is no one, no matter how callous, who's going to say, you know, I don't really give a damn about your disorder or your feelings. We're going on this road trip and doing what I want, and we'll get back when we get back. If you ever meet someone who says this, call me, and I will change this podcast. Third, organize fun time around people who respect your need to sleep on time. That friend who is happy to be with you, even if it's playing Scrabble in your kitchen or getting milkshakes from McDonald's, that's the kind of friend you want to be with. The person who keeps his or her word is the type of person who will help you keep your bedtime. Avoid people who have repeatedly said one thing but done another thing. Avoid people who have the illness called, why can't we just stay a little longer itis? If your family has come back much later than they promised you on multiple road trips, stay home and plan a fun day without them. Get out DVDs of your favorite TV show, break out your favorite movies, have a marathon, plan a day of fitness, go jogging, hit the gym, whatever, but don't violate your bedtime. Fourth, if necessary, take a rain check. If a friend's birthday party is starting late, tell your friend you wish you could be part of the event, but need to go to bed. Offer to take the person out one-on-one and celebrate another day. A true friend will see your heart and reciprocate that kind of compassion in the future. Fifth, and finally, if you're in the middle of something unplanned, table it. Your best friend called, and this fun conversation is lasting longer than expected. Say something like this, I so want to finish this conversation, but it's my bedtime. If I don't sleep on time, I may become manic, and mania may be followed by depression. I don't want to be rude, but can we resume this talk tomorrow or next week? You can even rewind and practice these four short lines for future reference. Today we discussed how everyone with bipolar disorder needs to follow good sleep hygiene. We talked about how summer can make this difficult, but outlined five steps that make it so much easier to talk to family and friends about keeping your bedtime. Until the next podcast, you can always hear other Flip Switch podcasts and read my blogs on the Flip Switch page at www.bpkids.org forward slash flip switch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Vote in our polls. Until next time, this is Jessica Jimeno signing off and saying thank you 
for listening to Flip Switch. In the summertime, when the weather is high, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. When the weather's fine, you got women, you got women on your mind. Have a drink, have a drive, go out and see what you can find.